beteiligt. We have had a doozy of a day. Real doozy. Blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. I'm one of the most notorious slashers in history. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. Merry fucking Christmas. It's the holiday edition of the Caskey Cast. Only here on Rotten Corpse Radio. I mean, where else would we be? I mean, NPR? Mm-mm. Talking shit to fucking Adam Driver? Or no, pissing him off, actually. I mean, did you hear about the thing that he did? That actually happened to him on NPR? So they were attempting to interview him, and... It was uh, for, I guess it was for that movie he did, Marriage. On Netflix? Yeah, that yeah, that marriage movie thing he did. And they wanted to play a clip from the movie, but they chose a clip where he's singing. And I guess he's he's got, like, major issues. Cause a lot of, like, performers always have super hardcore issues, either listening to themselves or watching themselves perform. I mean, there are, like, cases where dudes, like, literally never watch the callbacks uh, when they're doing, when they're actually filming movies. So, and, you know, some musicians are the same way. I don't want to, I don't want to listen to the, uh, you know, to the playback of whatever I just did, you know. Some people do. I, I fully do. I'll sit there and listen to it for hours. But... Yeah, they just hate they hate hearing the sound of their own voice, I guess. <laughs> and Adam Driver is one of those guys. Well, I know he's had awkward interviews before. Yeah. And yeah, and I guess a lot of that just comes from you know his in general personality. I mean, I I want to say that I want to think that the characters he played on like Girls and um, you know Star Wars, you know, as Darth Tantrum, I. <laughs> I want to think that those are real extensions of his actual personality. Like, he is the kind of dude that would just fucking throw a fucking fit in the middle of playing Call of Duty. I mean, like, seriously, just pick up his controller and fucking throw it across the room and fucking kick his TV over and just fucking decimate shit. So. He seems like a diva. Yeah. I kind of I kind of look at it as being like, I mean, just to walk out on an interview just because you're hearing yourself sing, that's stupid. That's really stupid. But whatever, you know. What I mean, it's childish. Yeah, it is childish. And so people, look at most of Hollywood. They're they, they're paid to act. Some people who come into his defense. They're are, they're paid to, play pretend. Yeah. And we wonder why they break out and do childish little rants and. And do crazy ass shit. I mean, the other thing too is, he's an entertainer. You got to expect to be in the spotlight, right? You can't just make a bunch of stuff. That yeah, but the spotlight is not what the spotlight used to be. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's. I think it's probably more intense nowadays than it ever used. Because anything you say online or in social media or anything, it's critiqued by everyone. Everybody. Anything you do is critiqued by everyone because everyone's online critiquing everything you do. Yeah. And, um, and of course, I only bring up um, Adam Driver because, well, the new Star Wars is out. And 
Um, and it is Christmas Day. So Fuck yeah! Yeah, dude, I, I love... Okay, so I love the fact that I, I saw this uh, post on Twitter, and it really, really, really caught me by surprise, because, I mean, first off, I did not expect to fucking see it. And then when I did, I just started laughing. I, it, it just caught me off guard. And so I had to show Stavro when I got here, and it's pretty funny. So somebody taped the last portion of um, The Rise of Skywalker, and <laughs> they, um, and apparently during the scene, the very last scene, now, big spoiler, anybody who doesn't want to hear this, I'm surprised you haven't seen it if you're a fan. Most hardcore fans will go to the flood to the theaters and see this movie clamoring to see it. I went to go see fucking Cats. That's what I did. I didn't even care about watching Star Wars. I went to go see fucking Cats. Weird CGI cats with fucking the same musical numbers and the same music that they did in the 80s for the old stage fucking play. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, but that's just me. I'm weird. I'm just weird. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, so somebody did this uh, thing. And if you want to see it, or um, you want to look for it, um, it is available. It is a spoiler. It's a, it's a big spoiler. But it was a spoiler you should have expected. Big time. Because it's like, on, on all honesty, you know, like, I just don't, like, I can't imagine, you know, for any reason. I don't even care about fucking goddamn Star Wars unless it's a spinoff. Yeah. Because those are the only decent movies. Yeah, no shit. I mean, but I, I just, but anyway, yeah. So if you if you get a chance, uh, look it up. Um, I found it on Twitter. I guess the tweet actually got deleted. Oh um, really? Yeah, I wanted to share the guy's user info. So I was like, not to throw. Oh, him it under, got taken down quick. Not to throw him under the bus, but just so people could see this. If you can find it on YouTube, look for it. It's really funny. Uh, apparently, somebody videotaped. The last segment of the movie, where the crowd reacted, yeah, the, the crowd reacted in such horribly. a negative way, and they were doing it right before uh, Ray even opens her mouth, and so the scene's set up where she's on a planet and she's kind of walking into the sunset in a, in, a, in a sense, and some woman asks her, "What's you know, your name?" Yeah, what's your name? And then you can hear the crowd. The people in the crowd are like, "Don't fucking do it." Don't, Don't fucking, fucking do, do it. Don't <laughs> you dare fucking do that. And everybody's like, you can hear it. You can hear groaning coming from, and it's not even just from a person. It's several people are like groaning over this moment. And then she fucking, she looks over to the horizon and she sees force ghosts of fucking, uh, of um, Luke and ha and um, and uh, Leia, I think, or somebody. I couldn't tell who the other person was. It was a really weird angle. Um, obviously, we need to get Christmas uh, Bill Christmas gift cards to go see the new Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> this new Star Wars, um, I'll say this. Okay, so for our buddy Bill just <coughs> absolutely before... hates him. He figures if you're older than twelve, why the fuck are you watching Star Wars? <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully, he'll actually go and see, or maybe we can talk his girlfriend into forcing him to making go. Making him go. Yeah, but anyway, right. So right. Right when she turns to the woman, she she just looks at her and goes, 
Ray Skywalker. And dude, the whole fucking crowd just erupted. Like, fuck you! Yeah, they're all, <laughs> they're all just yelling. It, it, it looked like, um, it looked like one of the more recent, like, uh, Trump, like, it kind of reminded me of this, like, weird Trump ra- uh, rally thing. It was like a weird MAGA rally where, well, you know, somebody where, could edit that in. where Trump is, like, talking and stuff and people are like, boring, boring this is boring. Four and then they got the guy kicked out. Um, I want to. I want to think that was Doctor though, but because um, that was that was pretty funny too. Styles of music. You care for Red Lynn either, Rita McIntyre, you didn't go to either concerts with you. Nope. Not a single one of them. my favorite band yeah I'd never paid well I mean I actually kind of would I mean there's like a if um, one of my favorite bands was going to was going to be in Mexico or something then I might pay to go see them because they never come to the United States no you don't like Green Day, huh? No, I don't. Uh-huh. Green Day, you could punk rock, but you still don't like Green Day, huh? Well, I don't like punk rock. What? I don't like punk music. Then you wouldn't like Green Day, would you? Yeah, well, they're not, re- they're kind of, I don't know, I just, I've never liked them. What, Green Day? No. Uh, I won't dispute that, but I just don't like that kind of music. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, Diana Ross was a lot of different things, you know. She was really, she was really good looking back in her day when she was younger. Um, She does have a fantastic voice. I just don't like that kind of music. No. No, I didn't like that kind of music either. No. I don't like a lot of American music. 
to be honest with you. I, I really don't. No, I just don't. I wouldn't pay big bucks to see a lot of people. <laughs> no. The most I pay for concerts is about like 30 or 40 bucks. That's it. No. She's not that good. She isn't? I don't think so. Yeah, she's not worth $400. I don't even think I could afford to pay her to be quiet. I know. <laughs> How about Beck Miller? Would you pay a hundred bucks for her? Bet me not. Bet me not. So anyway, um, yeah, so let's get into this. Uh, now, it's the holiday season. Movies that just recently came out. Uh, one of those is uh, It Chapter 2, which I thought was pretty great. Um, First one is still better, but the second one was still fucking good. Pretty good. Now, this Phil said he just didn't like the, the cartoony special effects. 
I can see that because they're really crisp and they're very colorful. Like, especially when you get to the... Uh, the Paul Bunyan one? Yeah, you get to the weird Paul Bunyan deal. There's the all the balloons. Every time they show balloons. Um, now, this... This our, our little slight review here is going to have a lot of spoilers because, well, we like talking about the whole movie. <laughs> it's been out for like two weeks to a month. Yeah. So, um, and it was in theater for a while, so if yeah. you haven't seen it, not my fault. Yeah, and it's been on VOD. Yeah. <coughs> it's on VOD now and DVD, Blu-ray. I mean, go fucking get it. You can it. go watch it on a porn site. Come on. Yeah, no shit. Spank Bang. Uh, they probably have it. It's probably under clown fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I kind of wonder that. <laughs> Look that up. Spank, bang, cloud fuck. Oh, there's it. Hey. Um, chapter 2 was pretty neat. Um, takes place... It's basically, uh, for fans of the original It, it's tape number 2. So <laughs> It's tape number 2! <laughs> so it's the second tape. And it picks up... Uh, actually, well, when you watch the original It... Tape number one ends with um, the one kid as an adult committing suicide. It, it, it's a cliffhanger from there. And then you got away, and then because it was a miniseries, you know, it was just one, the way it ended just, you know, led up to the to the way they did it later. Um, this, it compared to the original chapter two, or the, the original uh, tape number two, uh, was... I thought it was a way better movie overall. Like, if you watch one and two, it's a way better movie. One is better than one, and two is better than one, yeah. and one is better than one and two, and two and two and one. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> if you didn't follow that logic, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, I mean, the fact that uh, it picks up, of course, there's the one kid, he's still, um, like he, he grew up, he's the only one that lives in town. And he calls upon... Now, I'm terrible with names, so that's why I haven't pulled up names. And I could just pull up the, the video thing for it. The cast. The cast list, yeah. So I'm not just butchering people's names. Um, that one guy, you know. Um, so yeah, the, the character from Mike. Um, he just doesn't look like a Mike. I don't know. It's just me. Uh, I it thought looks the, like a Malcolm, yeah. not no Mike. No. <laughs> I love the cast comparison. When you can compare the uh, the kid cast to, to the, the adult, adult cast, cast, they did a really good job. They did a really good job. I mean, in the beginning, and people and might... Hater was fucking awesome at this movie. Yes. <laughs> like, every chance he got. Like, um, from the beginning, when they first introduced him, when he's, like, getting ready to go on stage and get sick... Um, even that felt like a funny bit for some reason. <laughs> he's sitting there watching. He's like, what do you need, scotch? <laughs> like, I thought he was fucked up. I thought he was like, on, he was all messed up on booze or something. That's what, That's why I thought he was going out to be okay. I didn't realize he had just heard the bad news. And he was like, I gotta go back to Derry. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> um, but yeah, him playing Richie was pretty good. Uh, let's see. There is um, James McAvoy. Uh, plays Bill. Mm -hmm. And it's fun because as the movie goes, as it progresses, James's character starts off not stuttering and he's just, you know, he's like talking with uh, his family. He's like, 
working on a, they're working on a movie that's adapted from like some book that he wrote and uh, he's like sitting there arguing with his wife about shit and uh, but you don't you don't, you see just a very different Bill and then by the time he gets back to Derry and then shit starts happening he's back to stuttering Bill all over again it's like uh, kind of like what Mike says in the movie it's the whole fear it's like Derry there's just something about Derry that makes people afraid and it's like a breeding ground for uh, for for Pennywise um, and of course another really good uh, character comparison was the guy who plays Stanley the one who killed himself at the beginning oh yeah that was a dude spot on I almost kind of wanted him to be a little bit more in the movie but I realized he couldn't be because I mean if they're making a proper remake they'd have to kill him off first um, the James uh, Ransone who plays uh, Eddie mm-hmm Pretty pretty good comparison. Pretty good, Eddie. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize younger Eddie was the kid from Shazam. Yeah, it, it took me a little bit. Yeah. But once you because real... he looks so small in it. Yeah. And he looks so much bigger in Shazam. Yeah, and he's such a. I mean, the the comedic timing is still there. He's still really funny. Uh huh. Um, but it's just everything throws you off. His hair, everything. It's not until you see him get bullied. Mm-hmm. By the one, by those one guys before, uh, before dude saves the day and then gets them to chase him somewhere else. Um, it's not until that scene you see him with a hat on and it isolates his face that you can totally tell it's the same kid. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, what's up with that? <laughs> uh, Jay Ryan, uh, who plays Ben, um, you can kind of see it in the face a little bit. It's the it's a little different. You gotta expect him to look a lot different because he's obviously not that fat kid anymore. Oh no, dude! I love the line when Pennywise is burying him in, in the in the dirt. Yeah. And he's sitting there. He's like, "Oh, those sit ups." Oh, those. He was so great. Oh my god! Like when he put on the makeup the for one time, uh, the one when he was slapping on the makeup and you see his real face and he slapped it on oh, and yeah. sliced down. Yeah. That was gorgeous. That was probably one of my favorite moments. I think that was when Beverly saw him in the house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's another one. Those who have heard um, my reaction, our, rea- our reactions to the cast uh, from... Originally. Yeah, from our from the summer podcast that we did, uh, will recall that I absolutely hated the casting of Jessica Chastain. Because <laughs> she was the first one they uh, announced. Within the first five minutes of that movie of her running, I was like, they chose you, you the f- right one. <laughs> you forget. Yeah, you really do forget. You're like, oh, I forgot Jessica Chastain's hot <laughs> and really good at acting. <laughs> so I'm like, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I take back everything I said. <laughs> yeah, where she's running but down no, the stairs. The casting was really well. Yeah. Her going back to her old home and... Oh, yeah. The way it looked compared to what it actually looked like after she left. And you those, know, the, the old grandma in the fucking room and her being able to find the thing. And they did a good job trying to that keep... That grandma was creepy. Yeah. They did a good job trying to keep everything, like, aesthetically the same. Because, like, it's hard because the kids were, like, a couple of years older. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's really hard to, like... Capture, you know, capture that moment because kids grow like fucking bean sprouts. You like, know? and they they show parts of part one that we didn't get to see because it was when they were separated. Yeah, Which, and the, the, those are the moments you could really tell, especially with Bill, because I noticed that the kid that played Bill aged 
really like way more dramatically mm-hmm. where like uh, Finn Wolfhard who played um, who played Richie mm-hmm. he looks exactly the same he doesn't in the new Ghostbusters though no he doesn't <laughs> like uh, from the time that he was in Stranger Things to It Chapter 2 to Ghostbusters he has such a different look and uh, now when it actually comes because uh, we'll, st- we'll start our, our next season of uh, the casting cast in 2020 um We'll be doing. A, we'll definitely be doing a review on Ghost, Ghostbusters Aftermath. Oh, when it actually happens. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Jamie, and welcome to the Christmas podcast. Sitting in today will be my boyfriend. Hey. <laughs> and this is Ryan from the Casket Cast, uh, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a Smappy New Year. Snappy New Year. Um, or how about this? Um, Merry, Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Now, isn't that where everybody gets together and complains? Yes. That's the best. Well, I've got that down. That's literally. Good every month. That's literally the best uh, holiday there is. The best. There's also, um, apparently there's this uh, greeting card that you can give, give out during the Christmas season. It's actually a, um, it's actually a, <laughs> apparently it's a European tradition. It's referred to as Krampuslauf, which means Krampus Run, uh, where young men dress up um, as the Krampus um, during, like, you know, and kind of, like, go through uh, scaring kids in alpine towns. Uh, and then there's also, like, a greetings card you can get called Krampus Garden. <laughs> and, uh, like, I, I think the idea of that is hilarious, but I don't know how necessary it is. Okay, so they're going to dress up as Krampus, so does that mean they're all a bunch of tampons? They could be. <laughs> I mean... Did so, I tell you, Krampus around Christmas is never fun? No. And if you're experiencing Krampus around the holidays, know that you have a friend in my doll. The number one killer, or the number one soother of Krampus for the holidays. My doll. <laughs> okay, that was my plug for the week. <laughs> Could you... I barely felt it. <laughs> could you imagine like this, uh, this weird thing where they start doing like Christmas uh, or no, like holiday like um, commercials, like Mentos commercials, but instead of Mentos, <laughs> it's literally like poppable, chewable, fucking my doll. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great thing that I, I would. I'd go for it, hundred percent. It would. It would actually make my day. My doll Christmas. <laughs> They have a, yeah, I've had yeah, one too many of those. They have a Krampus less Christmas. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Speaking of Krampus, uh, so I, I wanted to go into the Krampus today because I figured um, who better to talk to about the Krampus than somebody who experiences Krampus uh, more than once a year. And uh, I'm I'm dead convinced that see that's where he gets all his dark power from. <laughs> from all the men, from all the different uh, women's menstrual cycles and the, everybody else having bad days. And just, mm -hmm. and just in cramps in general. I mean, cramp, you don't have to necessarily have a menstrual cycle to have cramps. <laughs> cramps so are, you're saying Krampus is now an equal opportunity provider? I think so. I mean, because it attacks children of all of, of all ages and genders. So, I mean, as long as you're bad, as long as you're bad, then. So he's the living embodiment of PMS. Yes. Um, okay, so you, you know those, like, Christmas movies, um, where they have, like, where, where there's, like, the weird fable, or, like, um, or the weird, like, side story where Krampus, or not Krampus, but Santa Claus takes, uh, vacations away from Christmas until it's around Christmas season. Uh, I gotta wonder if the Krampus does the same thing, but instead of, like, you know, um, doing evil deeds, um, and beating kids with reeds and stuff. The Krampus just kind of does mundane shit. Yeah, I could see that. He's driving his car around, gets pulled over by a cop, <coughs> and he's like, you know what? You just wait till around Christmas, I'll get you back for this. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, yeah, it's like, you know that list that Santa Claus makes? He sends it to me by email. I know automatically <laughs> when he writes shit down. <laughs> it's almost like the death note, you know? <laughs> Write some kid's name down in the book. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine that? Well, that'd be fucked up. Okay, imagine if I mean, if Ryu. Krampus slash Shinugami? Yeah, I was gonna say, what if the Shinugami, like, literally took the Death Krampus Note? Krampus had a love child with a Shinugami? Like, he took the Death Note and took, like, Santa Claus's naughty list and just started writing names down. <laughs> Heart attack, these kids. <laughs> Got sucked up the chimney. <laughs> we need to call chimney sweep. Mm -hmm. We lost the boy. Well, good news, we found his carcass and the stuff in the upper end of the of the thing, so we don't have to worry about getting presents this year. Well, Tommy wanted a fire truck for Christmas. Uh, he didn't say how. Hmm. <laughs> I can imagine that. Um, that the Krampus would make full use of um, the Shinigami's work with the Death Note. I mean, imagine mm -hmm. if, um, imagine if, like, the Krampus got the Death Note from the Shinigami. Of course, Shinigami was kind of confused because why is the Krampus at the Death Note? And then the... No, are you kidding? You and probably then, gave it to him? And then Krampus just starts writing random people, random kids' names down, but puts and killed by Krampus. <laughs> he just inserts himself into it so he can be responsible for all the deaths. Died from terminal Krampuses? <laughs> you know, I watched a weird thing on on uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was like a it was a documentary um, that was uh, based on the the toys that were released for the Ninja Turtles. It's, it's a documentary series on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. And they had a bit about it where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles started out 
as a comic book, um, but it wasn't mm-hmm. very popular. And the creators of the comic book let a to- let a toy line get launched, and ended up um, or ended up like uh, making a cartoon, which was like so far off from where the toy line was or where the uh, where the original where the original comic, comic started. Book, yeah, it was like way far off, like. Yeah, I think I know the special you're talking about. I mean, when it introduced the title, The Toys That Made Us, those weren't the toys I was thinking of. (laughs) And they didn't make us very much, I'll tell you what. Not not like they shaped our lives or anything. I mean, they weren't weren't as cool as, you know, the fun fun loving purple dipstick. (laughs) Once inserted, you know, could take you on a wild ride depending depending on the the speed setting, you know. And then they've got the ones that plug into the wall. <laughs> All right, so um, don't you love it when the neighbors complain because they're they're having a brownout? <laughs> uh, so so what are you? So, so what is uh, your uh, like? What is one of your go-to movies for Christmas? Um, I have a lot of horror stuff, so I figured it. Somebody who's a little bit outside of horror a little bit. Oh, let's see. Horror movies. Um, Home Alone. Jingle All the Way. Um, what's another good one? <laughs> it's funny you say Home Alone. I um, I saw a meme earlier today on Facebook. Where well, you it's, said horror movies, right? Yeah. Where, uh, where it's got Macaulay Culkin. Um from Home Alone, it was a scene from Home Alone where he's looking at the picture of his family, and mm-hmm. he's like, and then uh, the other, um, the other uh, screenshot isn't the picture of his family. It's actually a picture of what he looks like in <laughs> in twenty something years, and then, no, a, no. and then a reaction shot of from of Kevin's face, like looking at it, like going, ah, you know. <laughs> Oh, the scene where he slapped the aftershave on? Well, not that scene. It's, uh... Because <clears throat> uh, he, he, he geeks out like that a lot in the movie. Um, uh, there's just another shot in the movie where he, he makes the same face. <laughs> and it was pretty funny, because it's, uh... It's essentially that same shot, but it's just... They just kind of repurposed the, um... The picture of him in there. I just thought it was great. You know, here's a horror movie. Krampus visits the prison. <laughs> I don't know. I think the I think the prisoners would probably all enjoy a good a good uh, a good flogging. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what the Krampus feels like. Especially if it was a naval prison. Bring a whole new term to yo ho ho. Blow the man down. <laughs> we're, at, we're gonna take the, we're gonna take this time now to thank the lovely men and women of the um, LAPD Correctional Facility uh, for bringing us this Christmas joy as the Krampus flogs young men and women who are all awaiting a bigger sentence for the big house. Mm-hmm. Oh wait. Um, Magic Mike. 
I was also talking with somebody about that the other day. <laughs> so, the fun thing... Oh, come about, on. So That's the, a good Christmas one. <laughs> Magic Mike is a Christmas movie. Isn't it? I don't think so. It, I guess it depends. But then again, on, there's always Aquaman. I mean, I, I guess it depends on how much you want to jingle all the way with all the men from uh, from Magic Mike. You know, whether it be uh, well, it's not just the men. There, there, there wasn't just men in that movie. No. <laughs> Magic Mike. <laughs> mhm. Mm you haven't seen it. Honestly, no. Um, when I saw okay, the... you know the comedian they all call Fluffy? He's in there as a DJ. I'm actually very surprised by how many women are actually in this movie. Oh my god. Yeah, you got like, uh... It's kind of wild. Because all the guys that are in it, I kind of figured, you know. They, they want like a string of real good-looking dudes that probably look pretty good in their undies. But then you got like... Yeah, and then of... I found out from the director's outtakes that some of them stopped. And others, they, uh, the scene where the guy's dancing behind the screen where all you can see is his shadow, they actually strapped a dildo to him so he would look that big. <laughs> yeah, that kind of broke my heart. Well, I mean, it's special effects. You know? I'm like, if they were going to do that, why didn't they just add lightsaber sounds? <clears throat> or CGI. Because CGI oh the, they could have just a lightsaber. They could just CGI the packages, you know. Yeah. But then you'd be able to tell. <laughs> Why? Because they'd look better? No. And you know that's CGI because you know those don't look that good in real life. Exactly. It's like, wait a minute. That one's smiling. You know, CGI artists, they get bored and throw things in like that. <laughs> Magic Mike. Um, <laughs> I was thinking it would be a really funny uh, Christmas movie. Even though it's not a Christmas movie, but you could make it one. Uh, all you have to do is insert a few things. Um, mm-hmm would be um so what are we inserting and where the movie masters of the universe oh god that could tell me that isn't homoerotic it's i don't know if it is i don't really feel like it is it's like Dolph Lundgren just doesn't mm -hmm. scream gay to me like the cartoon did you see the get up they put him in and what? the cartoon yeah Oh, the cartoon. Plus the action figures. And... Well, the cartoon, totally. The toys, not mm -hmm. as much. The toys were a little too... They were just mm -hmm. kind of bulbous and ridiculous looking, but... Um... They were better than Ken. But the... Uh... <laughs> no, I think the uh, Masters of the Universe, for sure, could be a Christmas movie. Because it feels like a Christmas movie. It feels like, you know, it's got that... It's got that yeah, the dorky music crap. and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hasn't even got the goofy ass music, the the cosmic key, you know, <laughs> the whole thing. Mhm. Mm yeah, the cosmic key. It it it's like somebody uh took a spare part from a jet boat yeah. and attached tuning forks all over it. 
I mean, I would love to get the job making props for some of these movies because it's like, well, let's see. Let me look around the house. I bet this garbage I was going to throw away, so we'll grab the glue gun and voila. <laughs> no, that's not an old wine bottle I was throwing away. That's, um, it's now a new engine part. So what do you think of the idea that we could possibly be making a Santa Claus out of Pennywise from it? Oh my god. I think Pennywise is Santa Claus and Krampus' love child. And what's the deal with him attacking the poor gay kid after he got beat up? We were talking about that on, or, or earlier in the episode with Stavro, and it's we, we were we were surprised that it didn't get as much, it didn't get any uproar or any attention, and it's because deliberate gay bashing. But you you would mm -hmm. think that something more would have been said about it, but nothing ever really came of it. Yeah, I mean, really. Cause you think at least... Any other movie does anything close to that, and you've got people marching in the street. Yeah. And the thing was, it's not like Pennywise went after the other kids. Didn't even bother any of them. Like, none of the kids... No, he goes in... and murders the gay kid. Yep. I'm like, really? Just the gay kid? Right after he got got, got done beating his ass handed to him, and got thrown in the river. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Yeah, see, I'm not seeing the new Pennywise movie just because of that scene. Yeah, that would be understandable. I would say... Yeah, I, and I, I, our sit-in guest is sitting there with his head in his hands, just shaking his head. Mary Christ Moss. Happy Hanukkah! Kwanzaa! Ami Tofu! Merry Christmas from Bird Fuck Insurance! Ho, 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 ho. Holiday cheer and holiday jeer. Yay, Merry you know. Christmas. Oh. See what we can't do Happy Yule. Oh. <laughs> or, or happy. See what we can't do like a little live, like 30 minutes. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and there will be a festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> yep. Oh, you gotta love that. Happy holidays, people. Happy right, holidays. Happy, happy holidays. But he All really right, eats Frozen a lot two. of the, uh, the meat. Frozen 2. Yes, sorry. Frozen 2. I got to see it with my friend, Liz. I have to remember from it, who I went with. <laughs> and actually, surprisingly, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I don't think it was as better as all the hype it, it got. Because they did a lot of hype about it. Yeah. So I, I don't think it was up to that part. But it was definitely better than what I thought it was. Um, the second thing is, there's a lot of... So do you remember the second... Gal I think it's the second galaxy 
um, the Marvel Galaxy movie, that I, the Guardians of the Galaxy, where they had all these different storylines happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was like Frozen 2. Everybody had a storyline, which was fine, except I think, um, oh, what's his name? The Snowman Guy. Um, uh, o- Olaf. Olaf, thank you. I know it started with a no. I should know this because Olaf was in our game. Uh, no, so Olaf had a st- weird storyline. It was like, oh, when I grow up, and I'm like, what does Olaf have to do with growing up? You know, because well, that, that was his well, storyline. I was, was going to say, that's the part of the storyline that the kids can relate to. <laughs> I guess, but it was just kind of weird and it's like didn't make sense to me and his songs really didn't match all the other storylines that was happening. <laughs> so it's kind of like, I felt like that could have just been left out. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, of the other storylines was pretty good. Um, basically the story, part of the story is basically, and yes, there's going to be some spoilers here, but basically Anya is getting this voice calling to her and she's, it's been annoying her. Oh, Elsa. So she finally goes to figure it out and she finds out that there's a, an island that, so one of the things that Olaf mentions is water has memories. And she she does ice, she can actually pull up those memories from the water and put them in like st- ice statues or snow, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, part of this was there's a story where there's a, a fantasy, like an enchanted forest. And there is these guys who work with with the earth, and basically they don't really do magic, but the earth does magic. Like the earth can move, the there's wind and stuff like that. So they kind of coincide with the magic, and the magic helps them do stuff. Well, their great grandfather, um, Anna and her sister, or Elsa and Anna's, sorry. Elsa's the main character. Uh, both of their great grandfather, who was king at the time, tried to do was had started doing this bridge dam. Well, apparently uh, he ha- you find out later that he is the one that actually created the barrier be- between the two um, tribes because he he basically built this bridge and then did a one eighty and slaughtered their king tribe or whatever. And it was like, okay, he was a greedy bastard, got it. And <laughs> so they created this fog around the whole thing, whole forest, and nobody can get in, nobody can get out. And so when Elsa was getting this call, it was leading them up to the enchanted forest where her magic was allowed to allow them to go in and discover the tribes and all this other stuff. So it was really interesting. They did, like I said, the storyline, the concept was actually really cool. I just feel like some things didn't need it. Um, I did feel a little disappointed there wasn't like a Elsa. I, I'm still confirm. I'm still firm that Elsa needs a a bow of some kind. Uh, there was a there was um, leakage out that possibly Elsa could be gay. Yeah, because they were supposed to introduce, like, a girlfriend in this movie, and that got kiposhed uh, after massive uproar, mm-hmm. So, uh, which would have been kind of shitty, because in reality, if you had have 
given Elsa this girlfriend, this movie, who could have been named Summer or Autumn, which would have been cute, uh, <laughs> um, that could have at least helped give her character a little bit more to be, you know, a little bit more involvement, you know, as far as, uh, as far as that goes, but they probably, you know, cause I, cause I think, uh, you said the ending is, um, a little different from how it is now, you know, like the different person is clean and everything else. So I guess, uh, having her having a girlfriend, you know, like takes the, sh the shine off of that or something, but they did do something different with that a little bit, with the whole her being clean towards the end. But I'm not gonna say that because that would be a sport. That would be an absolute spoiler. But they did. They introduced a girl. Mm -hmm. I consider it no. She had really no part in the entire story a whole lot. So I kind of felt like the, there's only like two interactions with this girl. One big one. She one scene she had was sitting next. Elsa was sitting next to her talking about learning about the forest a little bit more. So I didn't really quite, except for information, I didn't really quite see her couple interactions with this girl really um, important because it never, there was nothing that came out of it. Yeah. So, but I actually wonder if this is the girl that they may have thought would be the character to have her be the girlfriend, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, as far as the Frozen movie goes, okay, so from the first one, there was the big, you know, the big hit that had all the kids uh, making silly internet videos from uh, the song Let It Go. Uh, that that new single track in this movie, uh, do you think it really has the same kind of, you know, is it, is it a, you know, another hit? Or does it have the feel of a big hit, or is, or was, um, or was Let It Go more of the one-hit wonder, and this is just kind of the sad, uh, kind of like a not so great follow-up, but still a good song. Um, I don't know what the hit is from the Frozen Two. Mm. If I had to guess, it would probably be. I think my favorite song out of all that was probably when she's talking about listening to the when she's trying to ignore the voice. And then, and then talking about how she's going to use how she was using the magic, and that's when she activates um, the reason why they have to go to the enchanted forest. Yeah. So that song is probably going to be the closest I could think of to up to Let It Go. However, I really think Let It Go would be more of the hidden wonder because there's no other songs in Frozen Two. There's really no songs in Frozen Two that actually really sparked my my you know my connection other than let it go yeah because i yeah because i remember like this movie mm -hmm. even being a little lax you know a little lax for kids too because there was or at least kids uh in my family because like, um for some funny reason because uh, i have a niece that's like super into the first movie and when she saw the second one um she saw it the first time in a the theater and then had the opportunity to see it again she didn't want to she was not interested at all. And it was kind I of... I, I was kind of surprised. I was like, wait a minute. You think that would be like, oh, we're going to go see it again? Yeah. 
<laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing it for a second time for the for the second movie, just because there's a couple of friends who haven't seen it. Yeah. And my husband hasn't seen it yet. However, I really am not going to jump over hoops just to see it again. Yeah. So I will admit that. But it's where I mean, I won't mind spending I won't mind spending the money to go see it. I just yeah. won't feel like, oh my god, it's wasn't Yeah. So. Also, I wouldn't be worried about it's... spoiling it because the movie's almost been out a month. So. People haven't seen it already. It's like you guys That's should true. go see that because <laughs> uh, I think it but, came out in late late November and yeah. Oh, I have it's to. Been ask. Out, it's been like November twenty second. Mm. Now I gotta ask. I don't know if either of you know about this or not, but this might be something that you might <laughs> like. It might may have read about or heard about. All right, so uh, I guess this happened. Um, it was the it was during the premiere, and there were actually uh, <laughs> I gotta pull up the exact article, but um, during I guess, I guess uh, there was a massive brawl that happened between two teenagers during the screening of the um, of the Blue Story, uh, which I guess was like the little um, pre movie to Frozen Two. And, really? Um, the the brawl wasn't even just like a regular old brawl. It was a machete fight. <laughs> oh, wow! So basically, <laughs> these two kids had to they had to be um, they had to be uh, take or taken out. Uh, there was a there was an emergency call. Police came, um, and they had to be armed too, which I thought was great. Well, yeah, you pull a you pull a machete out of the Disney movie, and the cops are gonna get called. <laughs> so um, now there were uh, there was there, there was minor like minor injuries, but I was just surprised by the fact that so, that two girls just happened to have machetes. It's like it had to have been staged because um, I just yeah. can't imagine girls are just carrying machetes around nowadays and. Um, I believe this happened in London. I'm not entirely sure because the article, this article is not being very specific, but I'm pretty sure the first time I actually read this article, oh yeah, I was right. It, it was, or it wasn't, um, it wasn't Britain, but it was in Birmingham. So, so yeah, in Birmingham, uh, shit goes, shit goes down when it comes to Frozen. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And you know, don't be messing with the teenage girls, man. <laughs> You're fucking they're, with my... they're carrying machetes and shit. <laughs> I think this might have been part of the. Uh, maybe this could have been linked to the outrage about Elsa not getting a girlfriend in this movie. I mean, because you, you know that had to go both sides. You know that had to be from both sides because there's going to be the side of people who were like, "No, don't gayify my Disney because we don't want that." You know, because they saw it in Beauty and the Beast and they saw it in a few other things. Yeah. So they don't want their they're they're too homophobic and don't want you know any kind of you know other characters written into their you know classic Disney stories, but then there are the people that want that you know because they want the representation in the movie and and why not you know that should be you should be able to have that and and why can't Elsa be gay I mean she's a cold hearted bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the article that I found. Okay. <laughs> Five teenagers were arrested and seven police officers injured after a brawl involving seven. <laughs> machetes. 
involving machetes erupted at a movie theater in Birmingham, England, Saturday night, according to The Guardian. The fight occurred at a Star City Leisure complex in Birmingham. Those arrested ranged from 13 years old to 19 years old. Yeah. Four of them were arrested for assaulting police, while another was arrested for obstructing police. Oh, I man. bet you it's the ones that are closer to 19 years old that probably had the freaking machete. Probably. Which begs, the, which begs the problem. How do they get... Why isn't people looking for these... Are they supposed to be checking bags? Yeah, you think. I mean, and the other thing is, too, is that uh, Birmingham is a very industrial town. You know, it's a very industrialized town. Uh, there's a lot of factories, a lot of, like, you know, old industry kind of... Uh, places out there so you got to imagine that they probably have a lot of rough neighborhoods and it's but it's kind of it's kind of funny and telling in all places for it to happen you know <laughs> and jolly old england yeah we're gonna have um, a fucking machete fight <laughs> we can confirm a decision was made to remove the film Voo wow. Cinemas, which owns the venue where the fight took place and is the third largest theater chain in the UK, said in the statement on Sunday, the safety and welfare of our customers and staff is always our first priority. Now I kind of want to see Blue's story to see what happened. <laughs> Why didn't you get out? I know. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> Rachel Allison, who witnessed the event, created a video of the altercations. She said she oh. was a theater to see Blue's story and mine for snacks when the fight broke out. Worst thing is young girls fighting. Police brought bantams, tasers, and dogs out. Star City now closed. Wow. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, yeah, of all of all movies to have, like, a rutted violence, you know, I mean... This could... I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> a, a Frozen 2 kids movie. No, oh, snap. It, there hard. might be a video of it. Oh, no. There's a video of it. Okay, so in the video, so in the video for the, or so in this episode, we're going to have a video link to <laughs> We got to, we got to show that. So you have to send that to me a little later, Heather. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I got to see that. That's one thing I haven't seen. I haven't seen video. I've just read about it. And it's like, video would be pretty I will, I will go ahead and share the uh, article with you because it does have, Rachel's tweet with the video. Jeez. But yeah, that uh, that's some pretty insane stuff. Cause like you would expect something like that to happen, like maybe at the Joker premiere, or yeah, or something like that. But you know, oh yeah, Frozen two. You know? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how they were able to, you know, what's wrong with people not checking bags and stuff for these. Well, of yeah, how do you I get know. a machete? I mean, machetes are like. All, you know, they're like, huge. They're like 30 inches. Unless they're hiding it in their coats like Highlander. But Yeah, <laughs> I know, like, right? That's pretty That's pretty uh, wild. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe. maybe there could be only one. Maybe. There could only be a frozen one. That's a <laughs> blue story. Oh, that's great. I like that. <laughs> We can't have we can't have a number two. No, there can only be one. Oh. Oh shit. I wonder if Frozen Two is Blue Story. Frozen Two breaks record at UK box office as Blue Story excels with one point three million dollars. Uh, whatever their dollar is. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe that's the un, unknown sequel subtitle, Blue Story. Let's huh. see. Yeah, that's different. I've never heard that. 
the way the the way the article I I was reading earlier uh, read is that they made it sound like it was uh, like you, you, you I know thought how, that was thinking yeah you know see. how you know how some movie because I, I saw some kids movies this year uh, with uh, with clients through the company I work for and um, there were a couple movies where there were like little pre movies that played before the movie actually started and which weirded me out because I didn't know they still did that because <laughs> I remember they did that back in the day but. Like for that to happen now was kind of was kind of wild, but oh, you know what they're saying too. Mm. It's possible that it's considered um, those people were probably in the gang too. Is oh. what they almost seem like they're talking about. Yep. What is Frozen Two Blue Story? Can't help. Can't have. Can't have Elsa um, going out on a negative note in Blue Story. So. We're gonna cause a machete riot, and bitches are gonna get cut. <laughs> Yelp. That is pretty good. It's, yeah. It's it's pretty wild that, that 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 it happens, that it exists, but it's it's kind of great at the same time because you know, yeah, like it's, I mean, nobody wants to get hurt at an event like that, of course, because it means there's gonna be a lot of kids there, families. Um, but at the same time, you know, I mean, what kind of, you know, that's crazy publicity because it's not even like widespread, you know, this is still kind of, you know, I'm surprised it didn't make it to bigger media outlets. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you have a machete fight at a Disney movie, people are going to want to show up and figure out what in the movie caused a machete fight. Yeah. <laughs> but it's possible that if they are also in a gang, if it's a gang relation, it's quite possible it had nothing to do with Frozen 2. It's possible that people from two different gangs happen to be watched, going to the same movie. And, hey, well, yeah, right now, but what who the cares? <laughs> so that's probably what happened. There's, but I who cares? It was a machete fight. <laughs> uh, that's the only, only important part of the story was machete fight at Disney movie. That's it. Yeah. The, the rest of the details are, are pointless. That's <laughs> just wild. It's wild and crazy. The world we live in now. <laughs> Listen here, St. Nicholas. Christmas Day is near. Me and all my fiendish friends have something you should hear. Kids are swell, but ghouls from hell. Chubby friend, lean your ear this way, or I just. 
gift. Bet you can't guess what. He's not only lost his head, now he's lost his butt. Hannibal the cannibal would like some Christmas punch. Then he'd like to meet your elves and have them all for lunch. Frankenstein just wants a girl wearing lace and bows. But make sure she's blonde and stacked or they'll eat your nose. Wolfman's needs are quickly met. He's not hard to please. Just recommend a real good vet. He's been getting fleas. <laughs> well, that's the list, Saint Nicholas. Weird as it may be. And you don't have to even get a thing for creepy me. All I ask is get these gifts for my friends some way. Or we'll have roasted Santa Claus for lunch on Christmas. Check the green cards. <laughs> hey, what's Mrs. Claus doing tonight? She's going to be free. You're sure going to be filling my order. Okay, not only is 2020 going to be the clearest year we've ever had, but it'll be the year of perfect vision. Of 2020 vision. Mm -hmm. And 420 for a month straight. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what, what's today? 420. 420. <laughs> oh, you mean month and year? Yeah, 420. All, all month long. We're just going to be so fucking high. Uh, but we already are. We're the only country that does month, date, and year. Most countries do date, month, year. Yeah, they're weird. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? America. <laughs> Come on, America. Um, no respect. No respect. No respect. <laughs> I love how they put Stephen King in this movie. Oh, yeah, and he yes. ripped on the guy's book and yeah. Yeah, he's, didn't even want his signature. No, because mm -hmm. terrible ending. Terrible ending. Everybody keeps telling him that for the whole movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, the, and then, then he got on his bike. That's the thing I didn't get. Do you remember how, like, in the first, the miniseries when we were kids, they showed the love for the bike in the first part? Yeah. They only showed that love for the bike in the second part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, because the bike is really just... His. Was another character. Yeah. In the book. Yeah. Was almost another character. Pretty much. White Lightning. Yeah. They didn't really put as much importance on it until this movie. Yeah. And it's it's sad too because they they could have done a little bit more than that with mm -hmm. the original one. Uh, but you know it is it is what it is. I mean it was kind of funny watching um, watching James McAvoy almost eat shit riding that bike. Oh, like, yeah. The handlebars kind of fucking roll forward and shit. And you're almost like, oh, shit. <laughs> Two or three times. And then yeah. he's cruising on it for some reason. Yeah. All of a sudden it works. Like he had a wrench in his back pocket and he fixed it or something, yeah. you know. Maybe he was just holding it in place. I don't know. <laughs> but um, uh, one of the parallels I love in the... Okay, so first off, there's a scene in this movie. It's at the very beginning of the movie. I am so surprised there wasn't a lot of outrage from the LGBTQ community. Oh, the, the alphabets. Over the death of an obvious... Gay bashing. Gay, yeah, there's mm -hmm. obvious gay bashing in the beginning of the movie. And it's not even paid off with safety or anything like that. Oh, he got away. He, those kids are going to get their up and comings. Nothing. No. He gets rewarded by pull, being pulled out of the river and has his heart eaten out of his chest 
by Pennywise, while his boyfriend watches in terror. Fucked up. I love the I love the opening. No, the Not, thing is, we're looking at the guys that beat the gay man to basic death. Yeah. But we don't. We're not saying Pennywise is homophobic. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? You notice that? He just. Mm. He's just killing. He's just doing his thing. He's just killing. Mm-hmm. He's just killing kids. That's mm-hmm. what he does. You know. I mean, he doesn't care how old you are, as long as you're. He doesn't care what sex, fucking gender, race, or as religion. As long as you're underage, like you're under eighteen, he's gonna kill your ass. Or unless you're a kid that used to fuck with them. It was still a good scene, you know? Yeah. They had to make it edgy in some way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't really hear anything on that No. That front either. Yeah, because it was a... I mean, it was a really well done scene. I, I love the whole... Um, the balloons under after. Yeah. And yeah. Then he calls everybody. Yeah. And you get to see everybody. And it's funny how... Yeah, they take the time to call everybody, I noticed. Eddie... Yeah. Basically buried his mom. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Chastain's character. Yeah. Basically married her father. Pretty much. Um, we didn't know. Uh, we didn't know it until later in the movie that Richie is a closet homosexual. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even come out really. No, no it's not a big part. No, it's not. Uh. It's like kind of glossed over from when they were kids, mm-hmm. when, he, when he's in the arcade. Mm-hmm. He has that one little moment um, where it's like the kid's doing it out of uncertainty. It's like, I don't know if you're going to react to this or not. That. And then he reacted bad. <laughs> and then he happened to be the, the bully's cousin, so. Yep. I didn't know your town was full of faggots. Um, I'm surprised he didn't get in trouble for that. Yeah, no shit. I mean, Even cool. though it's the 80s and that word was thrown around like you wouldn't believe. Yep. Um, and then there was uh, another thing that really got me um, was how they didn't fully address even that as he's an adult. But I do kind of like the way they uh, they kind of inserted um, the bully kid from the uh, from the first with movie. his dead young friend corpse driving him around <laughs> dude that was so funny i remember like uh like when they were first started doing it um i was thinking to myself there's no way they're just gonna keep showing that guy and the chorus um uh, and, this, and the and the actors uh teach uh grant uh who plays henry bowers and he's been in a bunch of tv shows he's been in multiple episodes of supernatural yeah. he's been in uh one episode uh, Lucifer, he's always played the bad guy. He's always the bad guy. He's always the dick. Plays crazy really good. Mm-hmm. I like I like the way he plays crazy. Um, yeah, they kind of go into the backstory where it shows like uh, where it shows Pennywise basically spitting him out from the sewers, mm-hmm. and then he gets found by the cops and gets arrested. The cops beat the shit out of him. They literal shit out of him, uh, and then he eventually ends up uh, um, in a mental institution. Up until the point where he sees the balloon and freaks yeah. the fuck out. His buddy gets him out. Mm-hmm. C- crawls from out under the bed, hands him his knife. All right, we got work to do. It's like, no, I liked when he got stabbed. When he stabbed, puts his face in the jaw and he pulled it out and put it in his chest. Yeah. And he's like sliding out of the room, dude. It's fucking goddamn thirty years later, man. Why don't you cut that fucking mullet? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> I was like little quibs like that that they all said uh, when what's his face said to eighty. Eddie, uh, when he was like trying to build him up, he's like, 
who pulled a knife out of their face and stuck it into so-and-so, who did this, who did that, and who married a wife ten times as natural mass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was fucking great. I just love how he threw all of them in there. Yeah, it's like, had to put Fucking hater, dude. Goddamn love him. Just absolutely. I just love the fact that, yeah, he just threw an insult in there and just just continues it on. I love how they all... He's like, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I think the other thing I really like, too, is the fact that they all kind of... They act exactly like the way... The, exactly the way the kids did. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like the adult versions of them were, they were pretty good. Uh, there were some uh, themes in the story that I didn't, like, exactly click with, but they didn't, like, 100% bother me. Because, like, the movie itself, like, totally, uh, I, I totally vibe with it. But, um, and this is going to sound really funny from somebody who loves watching people just get killed. There are a lot of death scenes that don't really matter in this movie. But they're funny when they happen. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. like the like the little girl under the bleachers, the one with the birthmark. Mm-hmm. Her death was so funny because like as soon as like she sees Pennywise, he's like playing off the whole oh people think I'm ugly and this and this and it plays into her her personal um, like her personal Person. insecurities. Yeah. yeah, and once she gets down there, he he plays that game. He's like. Well, I could just blow it off your face, you know. It's like just, just like a, like a piece of dirt. Like just blow it off, Woo, you know. Uh, <coughs> I love how he's doing. He does the countdown, and he does he, it so slowly. Yeah, and it's like in the build up. He's like, what? Waits a little bit. Two, and by two is he's got drool coming out of his mouth and. His, his eyes are like going in every which way and then he's like stuck frozen making this really fucked like, up you looking know, you gotta face. take before she can even get it out yeah chomp yeah just eat your the face the boy in the the fun house yep uh, who looked exactly he's like you looked exactly like my brother no he didn't <laughs> I almost thought it was the same kid oh really yeah the only difference was curly hair really. yeah that was, is true um, I love how he's bashing his head up against the oh, fucking glass, dude. And it basically, it, it's it's fucked up for it's fucked up for Bill because he's essentially watching his <coughs> little brother die over again. Yeah, just why get? But he gets to see it this time, and it's like ah. Uh, yeah, he loses it after that. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill him. And, like, and uh, they go down there, and they go down way, way down below, Derry. After yeah. they finally kill the bully. And then uh, Mike reveals of the way they can possibly kill Pennywise. And it's what keeps the group together. Um, that there's a ritual that they have to perform to try to make him go away. But essentially, they kill him the same way they did in the first movie. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it worked better this time. Because they ripped out his heart. Yeah. And um, I think the... Uh, the weird part about that is the fact that he shrivels up to the size of, like, an infant, almost. Mm-hmm. By the time they end up... Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, it was a little weird. Um, the one thing I really like, though, is the uh, fact that he looked like a cross between... Okay, so in the original It, uh, videotape number two, 
the spider just looks like a big spider, right? At the very end, when they finally find him in the sewer, and the way to destroy him was with silver or something like that, with that uh -huh. slingshot and that silver rock or whatever, or the moon rock or something like that. And, um, I like the way they did it in this movie, because she basic or he basically tells what's his face, this kills monsters. Uh -huh. He's like, really? He believed it. Yeah. It's like, if you believe it, that oh yeah, it was uh, Beverly that told me. Uh -huh. And I just love the fact that. He just gets that empowerment, and that's what helped kill it. But I love the fact that Pennywise as the giant spider in this movie looks more like a cross between the big arachnids from Starship Troopers mm -hmm. and fucking uh, the uh, Stripe character from Gremlins too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> it was like bringing together more Christmas movies. Uh, and it, it, that's kind of what it ultimately reminded me of. It was the just, fat kid who gets who did a bunch of sit-ups finally got the girl. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I know. It wasn't the uh, wasn't the fake love that that uh, Bill and Beverly had, which they were just mutually attracted to each other as kids. Oh. But what she really, what she was really loving was the the poem, uh -huh. and that poem came from. Yeah, came from the fat kid. I came from the heart. We're with you, bro. We're with you. Um, I love when they were choosing the three doors again. They oh, saw the yeah. cat or the little puppy. They're like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, dude. Not scary at all. <laughs> Turns out to be the scary, like, probably the second scariest door. <laughs> it's like, of course. Yeah, you have to fall for the you have to fall for the truth. <coughs> um, so this movie compared to part one, it was longer. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like two and a half hours. Uh, two hours and fifty. Oh yeah, it's almost, almost three. three hours. Yeah, that's true. Um, fucking, it was good, but it would have been better if they had it got to the point a little bit quicker. Yeah. Probably cut down some of the getting to know yous mm -hmm. with the adult characters and maybe had a little bit more of a schmoz moment, you know, like when they were in the Chinese restaurant. Uh, maybe cut out some of the kid deaths because, you know, we get it. Pennywise is back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, we get it. Pennywise is back. Yeah. Um, I idea that they're possibly going to make a spinoff movie using the origin story somehow with Pennywise, which I don't call I can I don't consider that a spin-off. I consider that a prequel. Uh -huh. Because a spin-off would be Bill getting his own movie and he's just learning how to be a writer. Or or a kid or a character who grew up in Derry and saw them going down the street and remembered, ah, I want to be a loser too and then grows up to be some, you know, some other kid who or some homicidal maniac who lives in a, another city. I mean, that would be a spinoff. But to take main characters from the movie, and I mean, if that's the case, then Wes Craven's New Nightmare is a spinoff. Or fucking oh, yeah. Friday the 13th Part 5 is a spinoff. Or Hellraiser Inferno is a spinoff. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like. You can't have spinoffs with main characters. I'm sorry. I just can't. It doesn't work. It's like, it's a sequel or it's a prequel. 
but it's still just the same thing. Uh, that's why there's no such thing as, as spinoffs for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. They're just all over the fucking place. And they're, speak, they're actually talking about making another one of those, too. But guess who's trying to get the license? Yeah. Blumhouse. Uh. And that brings me to another Blumhouse failure. So, with successes in Blumhouse, such as, you know, I mean, Paranormal Activity, even though we don't like those movies, that was a success for them. Um, I think Insidious was also another one of theirs. Um, and then you have, like, uh, I, I could be wrong. It could be that other movie that starts with an I. I just can't remember it. Um, <laughs> And then they they rebooted The Grudge. They did a reboot of um, what was that? Uh, yeah, they did, they did the reboot of The Grudge. They did the reboot of um, of uh, that other found footage, uh, the Blair Witch Project. And I can't speak on those because I never I never I haven't seen any of them yet. And of course, The Grudge hasn't come out yet, so it's just in. Or it's either in theaters or it's on its way. Probably by the time this podcast airs, it's probably already out. But, um, but Black Christmas, there. This is the second time Black Christmas has been renamed. I know. I'm not. It's PG thirteen. And okay, so my problems with this Black Christmas, no actual semblance to the original Black Christmas. They're not in a sorority. Like, I don't think they're in a sorority. The killer isn't creeping, creepily calling them during the day. It's not Billy. It's just some other random guy. Uh, and from the way the preview makes it look, all the girls survive, basically, except for a couple of them. So it's kind of like, eh, it's kind of dumb. Because, like, at least the Black Christmas remake that we got, in the early 2000s was fucking funny. I mean, they Oh, the skin? They sold me with the fucking Christmas cookies. Oh, dude, those are so fucking I wanted some. That first trailer. I just remember that woman looking at the kid. She's like, "You're so precious. I could eat you." <laughs> just the whole, she was just like, ooh, just something weird and Canadian about that woman just horrified me. Uh, and no, I don't have any um, nationalist feelings towards Canada. I love the Soskas, so. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that fucking Black Christmas, though, just doesn't look good. I just, I can't say it looks good. No, I'm not interested in it at all. Um,. It's about I like the way I look at it. It's kind of like it's kind of like what they did with the Child's Play remake. Not interested. And some of the other remakes. So there's probably a grip of them out there. I would add the old Black Christmas into one of my Christmas movies. Oh yeah, so totally. Mm-hmm. Silent Night, Deadly Night, oh, one, yeah. two, three, four, five, whatever. Um, those are good Christmas movies. Um, Die Hard, of course. Yeah, Die Hard, of course. I love the uh, the argument of Die Hard being a Christmas movie because it features, you know, it's, it happens on Christmas. And, I mean, why wouldn't it be? I mean, it almost feels it like... It ain't Christmas until Hans Gruber falls from the Nakatomi Plaza, okay? 
Uh, Gremlins has always been a fun Christmas movie to me. Um, now, I I, now, of course, I'll say this out loud, and Star Wars going to fucking absolutely hate it, and he's going to demand it gets edited out. Yes, I'm going but, to demand it gets edited out before you ever say it. It's not a fucking Christmas movie. But The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's not a fucking Christmas movie. Well, no, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah. <laughs> and a Christmas movie. No. He saves Christmas. Well, I don't give a shit what he does. <laughs> I think the... I finally got to see the original video. So if you've ever seen... Um, have you ever seen, like, the little memes um, online where uh, Jack Skellington keeps saying, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is this? Like, um, I, there's actually a video where somebody edited the singing for, for the song. Where he actually goes, the fuck, the fuck, what the fuck is that? The fuck, the fuck, like he, and I'm, I'll probably have, have to edit that into the, this episode somehow. Um, but it's a good song, uh, even if you're not a fan of Nightmare Before Christmas. No, it's still pretty fun. Not at all. No, you can't say not at all because you like Marilyn Manson's version of This Is Halloween. No, I like Marilyn Manson. Oh. And give two shits where that song came from. Oh. Marilyn Manson. And he happens to be going off on my favorite fucking holiday is Halloween, but not that fucking movie. Yeah. I would rather watch Hocus Pocus, Ooh. even though I totally would. I love Hocus Pocus. That's the only movie Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker looks hot in. Because we're covering her face. I know, and her titties are popping out everywhere. It's like mm-hmm. now I know what. Now I know what Matthew Broderick sees in her. <laughs> I don't put, know. Put on some scary witch makeup and tight outfit. Mm. Oh, I know. Oh, so we, uh, so th- this review would be kind of late, because I know, um, the, uh, the Segway Files actually brought this up during the summertime, and, uh, we really didn't, um, do anything with, or, like, we didn't really, uh, go into major detail about it, um, but I finally got to see the new, uh, the newer version of Hellboy. Uh, Stavro had already seen it. And of course it's been out on cable for a while. Uh, it's kind of swimming around there. Hadn't made its way to Netflix yet, which is the new, uh, video, or video store. Uh, it's on HBO, that's why. Yeah. And, shit, I mean, I read a lot of really bad reviews about the movie, and the only thing I gotta say about that is you all need to get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> that movie was fucking awesome, dude. It was yeah. entertaining. It was funny. It was good. It had a lot of really fun moments in it. Uh, it was gory. It was meant for adults. A lot of gore. I love the gore. Um, uh, it's got. It's got fucking. Um, it's got Mila. It's got. It's got Mila. Uh, ju- it got the fifth element as a witch. Yeah. She's. Sexing it up all over the place. She's barely wearing anything. Um, the fact that she was in pieces. That was pretty fun. Yeah, and what, Ian McKellen? Not Ian McKellen, but... Uh, 
what's his name, McIntyre. Uh, God, he was, he threw John Wick off a roof. Um, <laughs> yeah. Forgot his name. But yeah. I like him as the father much better. Yeah. Ian McKellen is Gandalf, by the way, but... <laughs> yeah. I did make a Gandalf reference in this movie. <laughs> what happened to Gandalf? <laughs> he turned into dust. Um, I think the... I like the whole Arthur storyline. Yeah, the weird Arthur tie-in was kind of cool. Now, what tripped me out is that the movie starts off for, um, like, for, at least for Hellboy, um, in Tijuana, Mexico, looking for a buddy of his. And he's drinking, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's just his drinking, buddy. And he ends up finding him at um, a lucha libre fucking wrestling. Yeah, and that made me super hopeful because I, for a split second, thought he was going to fight Frankenstein at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> Mainly because of the comic that had just re you know that had came out a few years back. Um, that. He actually, they actually did a comic, like a full-on graphic novel, for Frankenstein versus Hellboy, and and it takes place in Tijuana, Mexico, in a fucking wrestling ring, and <laughs> it was like, I was super happy about it at first, and then we still got kind of a payoff. It's still uh, Hellboy versus a vampire, you know? Yeah. And it's it, not even just your old atypical vampire, like you're kind of weird monster vampire with wings from dust till dawn Van Helsing kind of vampire. I mean, you got that kind of shit. And uh, I always, I like that sometimes. Like, the weird monster vampire isn't always the appealing vampire because everybody loves to daydream about sexy vampires and all the, all the wicked unpleasantries that vampires love to do to mortals for their own amusement. <laughs> So, um, no, this this was definitely a lot cooler uh, as a monster. It's sad that he had to kill his buddy, but um, God, there was a grip of fucking people in this movie. I didn't expect to see Thomas Hayden Church mm -hmm. right at the beginning. That was fucking awesome. Uh, the fact, yeah, the fact that it's got a Mila Jovovich or, or Jovovich. Yeah. I can't pronounce her last name. I try, but I just can't do it. Um, shit, there's a. There's also a fucking um, Ian McShane. Uh, Ian McShane is what I'm thinking of, okay. Uh, Daniel Day Kim. Uh, we've seen in some other stuff. I was actually pretty. Uh, pretty surprised to see him just because it's not so, you know you just didn't expect it you know and especially uh, since like the probably the last time I seen that guy was an angel that's probably that's probably the only time like cause I just remember him from the weed inverse I was like dude um, then we got some other people uh, there were a few people in there that I didn't even see I was kind of hoping to actually see. Um, but we didn't get it. Uh, their characters weren't present in the earlier parts of the movie. They were made present later, which uh -huh. I thought was kind of cool. 
kind of the kind of a fun way to circle back around to the original Hellboy series with uh, Ron Perlman, which I'm sure this movie gets a lot of comparisons to. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I think David Harbour right now is getting the same shitty shake that um, Jackie Earl Haley got from playing Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was. I'm I'm really thinking he's just they're just kind of unfairly like persecuting him because he's not Ron Perlman. Yeah, it's like no, you can. Ron Perlman had his shots. Ron Perlman was asked multiple times to play the part. Yeah, and you know it's it's kind of fun to see like a completely different guy playing him. I thought that was great. I mean, fucking uh, detective or like a. Uh, Sheriff Hopper from fucking Stranger Things as Hellboy. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he threw the one-liners out there. He, he definitely made use of his uh, his comedic skills. Um, but yeah, I thought that... And I, I like what they did at the end, you know, where they kind of... Or towards the end where they kind of revealed the prophecy to him. As soon as he touches the Excalibur for the first time, he sees it. He sees everything he could possibly do once wielding that power. And uh, the fact that he uh, went, you know, he he did the opposite of the prophecy. You know, he just, he, he basically went against it and kind of uh, continued to blaze his own trail, which is what you'd expect the hero to do anyway. But uh, this movie had giant troll, or, or oh, giants in it, which for some- Oh yeah, those are cool. For some weird reason, I kept thinking the giants were going to be way different. I thought they were just going to be, like, kind of semi-tall. Because it seemed like the giant heads that they had on the wall over um, at that one uh, that one uh, building uh, that Hellboy gets taken to. Mm-hmm. Um, I really kind of uh, assumed that um, they were going to be a lot smaller. They were still going to be really tall but they weren't going to be as giant as they ended up being. Which, um, it's funny that those giants took out that whole group, right? Yeah. And then Hellboy took them out. Like, all by himself. (laughs) We don't need you. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, it was was definitely pretty fun. Um, so, let's see, so before we let you go, um, a few things we want to kind of chat about, uh, some things we're looking forward to in 2020, um, that, you know, because we won't actually see, or you won't hear from us again. Yeah, in eight months we get Bill and Ted Part 3. Yeah. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Finally. That's like a young boy's dream. I mean, if you're a kid in the 80s, you want that to happen. Especially if you're still playing air guitar to this day. You know, you still want it to happen. We're going to get a lot of Keanu. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we're getting John Wick 3 as well, but... Um, or 4, sorry. Yeah, 4 four won't come out until 2021. But so will the new Matrix. So Matrix 4 and fucking John Wick 4 are going to come out in the same day. Can you imagine? Double the Keanu, double the Keanu. Oh no shit! I don't think people are even gonna fucking make the. I don't even think they're gonna split hairs on that. They're probably gonna go see both. They're like, you know what? I have to see both. Uh, 
Another thing I'm looking forward to isn't even a movie or a TV show. It's actually a video game. Hmm. Um, Hellblade 2 uh, should be on its way. It's being listed now as an Xbox exclusive, but I'm pretty sure it'll be available on PC and everything else eventually. Um, or at least on the very least, like um, as, as a Nintendo Switch release. If, it's, if it ends up not being a PlayStation release also. Uh, the first Hellblade is available on all systems, so if you haven't played that, um, the game does deal with a lot of real issues, including uh, schizophrenia, like the different mental health issues. Um, you don't know what you're fighting is real. <laughs> and that is the scariest part of the game, other than the way they, the way they did the game. Um, like the, from the camera views to the very real uh, motion capture uh, to the face animations, all the the way their audio production was stellar, uh, so I expect now that they have micro, you know they have Microsoft behind them, uh, big budget studio because they were just a small fry studio before uh, Ninja Theory. Um, I think the only big game they actually put out was uh, the I think it was they did one of the Devil May Cry games. I think it was the later one with. Uh, with the dude with the black hair. Who? Uh, the Devil May Cry game. Oh, yeah. Did they have Dante? I want to get those. Those are really cheap right now, but I also... This is the best time of year to go on PlayStation Network because shit is so cheap. I can get Black Flag from, like, PlayStation 3 because that's usually all I buy or old games to download. Yeah. I get it for $7.49. And then they're still pumping out Grand Theft Auto Five content. I mean, there's that newest... Oh, God, that new update is awesome. Yeah, the new update that just came out. Um, by the, the time, new heights are fun. By the time people hear this, it'll have already been out for a week. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. There's so much added storyline, uh, all for the online uh, gamers. It's crazy where video games have gone. I really, I really think that... There's so many other things that game, you know, the game market could end up doing in the future, but it's really neat to see where they've gone now, you know, as of right now. I mean, they're going to be coming out with new systems. PlayStation Five should be coming out. Oh hell yeah! Um, Xbox, uh, which I don't remember what they're calling the new Xbox. It's like Xbox X or something like that. They gave it a dumb name. I, I would have just went with Xbox Scarlet. That would have been cooler. Because um, that was what they were calling it for a while. Um, but Microsoft is really bad at naming their systems, I guess. I mean, I guess it's better than just going, you know, one, two, three, four, five. But at least that's, that's got it, you know. At least it makes sense, you know. <laughs> going from the Xbox, Xbox 360 to Xbox One. I mean, come on, that's dumb. It's almost like what they did with the uh, Star Wars Battlefront game. We'll make Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefront 2. They'll never know. <laughs> They'll never know. It's literally four games, but they act like it's just two. Anyway, happy holidays, motherfuckers. Enjoy your Christmas, Christmas stuff. Um, however you get Christmas. Um, maybe you're you got to work, whatever, like everybody else, you know? Maybe you're just going to watch Krampus movies. Oh, damn it. I need to watch that. Oh, the Krampus. 
Yeah, Krampus is a good. Uh, that's another good Christmas horror flick. Um, also, uh, Rare Exports is another good one. Features the Krampus. Um, uh-huh. A Christmas horror story. Made by the same guys that did Ginger Snaps. Fucking another another movie that references Bailey Downs. <laughs> and has the Krampus in it. And has fucking William Shatner in it. It's worth a watch. Um, it's a good anthology. It's, it's, it's a fun anthology. It kind of kind of flows the way the original Creep Show did. Um, and then for those who haven't even seen it, I mean, if you got Shudder or thinking about getting the Shudder Tell from the Crypt movie? Um, Demon Knight? No, the one they did where, or was that just that episode? That was just an episode. Uh, but, but All Through the House was a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah, that is a good one. If you need a good touchy-feely movie for Christmas, uh, Master of Horrors Family is a good one with John Wynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or George Wynn, sorry. Uh, yeah, there's tons of different things out there. Um, there's even a there's even a movie that's uh, old-school uh, horror film about Santa Claus called Saint uh, that's currently available on uh, some of the streaming platforms. Um, I believe it's either on Netflix or Hulu. You'd have to check. Uh, the Saint was a really funny movie about a, like a, a weird evil Santa Claus. Um, Santa Slay with Bill Goldberg. That's not <laughs> <laughs> There's a plethora. Jack Frost, one and two. Like the horror versions of Jack Frost. Those are good. Um, There's a plethora of really weird horror films, all dedicated to the time of Christmas. Also, just came out last year, Anna and the Apocalypse. Anna and the Apocalypse. And then the apocalypse is available on VOD currently, um, whether it's on Hulu or um, I believe it's also on uh, Epics right now or Stars. <coughs> Which one? Uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Well, you can always go on to Epics and watch The Brain. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Don't ever discount The Brain ever, ever. Pride was so surprised he's like The Brain. Holy shit! Well, you know what? You know how that movie came back, right? Hmm. It was featured on the live tour from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they, they were doing a live tour, and when they came to Portland, they did The Brain. <laughs> Fucking way, way out of the blue. <laughs> way, way out of the blue. They at least see the genius of The Brain. Of course, I wanted to see that live. It's too bad I didn't get a chance to. And it's too bad that fucking Mystery Science Theater 3000, the current reboot, got canceled by Netflix. I know. <clears throat> Made it through its second season, The Gauntlet, <laughs> which I actually watched when I saw The Gauntlet. I hadn't even finished season one yet. But when I saw The Gauntlet, I took the challenge and I fucking watched all six movies in two days. So, because yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't dedicate all my time. I couldn't dedicate all my time. have to have a life, too. All right, well, yeah. Uh, hopefully everybody has enjoyed the super long episode of... Super long episode! Um, I'd like to thank everybody who came in and did weird add-ins. Uh, the Segway Files, Axel and Heather. Um, Jamie Ortiz, formerly of The Sci Files, uh, pops in. Uh, there's a few other people that are popping in. Um, but yeah. Better watch Chris, it. Chris that one's going to get you. Christmas Corpse. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> the mountain from Game of Thrones. Yeah. 
He got me the Night King. Oh. <laughs> Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. Goddamn Funko Pop. And we are out of here. Buckle up! <laughs>